Sunshine Creating 2020 Vision. Today is day 34 of our series and day four of our conversation on the action theme. Today I have with me here, Jennifer Zweibel. How are you, Jennifer? I'm so good after that energizing introduction. <laughs> it's very vibey and shiny morning, so thank you. I'm great. You're welcome. Jennifer, okay. Let me just make sure. Did I pronounce your last name correctly? Close enough. I say Zwebel. Other oh. people have other ways of saying my name, so it's all good. You got the letters right. I got the letters right. Okay, that's good. Jennifer Zwebel, so glad that she is here. And a quick hello to all of our live and replay viewers. I see Helene is with us this morning. So Helene, good to see you as always. And let us know where you're joining in from. Let us know, you know what comes up for you throughout today's conversation. Every single one of these is different, and today's guest is just so fun. I love her, and I'm so glad that she's here today. So, okay. So, so Jennifer, the portion. We're just gonna squeal for the first five minutes. Don't you love her hair? I have to say that. Don't you love it? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, so Jennifer, I'm gonna share with everyone a little bit more about who you are by reading your your super short, awesome bio. And then we'll get into more. So Jennifer Zwiebel is a vision is a vision strategist and business coach who works with established entrepreneurs and helps them bring their best ideas to life. She takes them away from spinning around a million ideas, directions, and tasks into focused, intentional action so they can live from a place of joy and have a meaningful impact on the world. And you can connect with Jennifer over at aplaceofjoy.com. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, my name. Jennifer, will you, will you tell everyone a little bit more about you know about who you are and what you do? Absolutely, I am uh, me. I live in New York City. I have been working with entrepreneurs for many years, and uh, essentially, what I do is I help them birth their visions. So it's not that they're all starting out. Typically, they're actually already established entrepreneurs, but they are mission driven. They're here to do something specific, creative. Um, Uh oh, she froze on my. Oh, oh, can you hear me? Okay, I froze for a moment, but but you're back now. Continue. Okay. The, they want someone on their level that they can talk through ideas, get clear on what's going on in their heads, get clear on their priorities, map out actual strategies, create the kinds of programs and products that are in their heads, and then bring them into the world, and also address all of the inner turmoil and resistance that comes up as they are launching and creating. Oh, yes. <laughs> if, if you're an entrepreneur in that space, then I think you can totally relate and resonate with what she's saying. And so I just, yeah, love it, love it. Quick hello to Carol, who is also with us today. Hello, Carol. Good to see you with us. And so, okay, Jennifer, let's, let's talk a little bit more about, um, let's just dive right into our action theme. You know, so, so I love how you talk about taking that entrepreneur from, <laughs> all the like distractions and all the different things that can be doing right into focused aligned action. Mm -hmm. Well, will you just share with us a little bit more about like, what is that experience for someone who's, who's going through that and trying to make that transition? What, what's that like? So I think a lot of certainly the kinds of people I'm having conversations with are ideators. They are generating ideas it's not just one idea. Typically it's like 16 ideas and they're actually all good ideas. Like, Oh, and this could be a course and it could be a 
book and I want to also do a free thing. And I also, oh, and wouldn't it be great if we could do this all in Africa? And it was a fundraiser. So like it's there, they get bigger and bigger, but like I often have conversations with people and they're like, I don't want to just reach like six people. I want to reach a million. It's not even going to the 10,000 markets. They go straight to a million. So the exciting thing is that they're fast processors and they're generating a lot. The challenging thing, because I'm one of those, the challenging thing about being that person is the frustration with the gap between how much you can see is possible and you don't understand why it can't just be in existence right now and how come people don't also see exactly what you're seeing and agree that it's completely possible and why can't it just be um you know and and lay on top of that whatever the rest of your life is holding whether there are health things that you're dealing with or personal things that you're dealing with or you know humans that you're taking care of or animals that you're taking care of so it there's a lot going on in our lives especially at this moment in time but really up until now always a lot going on and the question is what will it take for you to I think just be present and slow down long enough to get some of these thoughts or a lot of them out of your body and out of your head and let someone else hold them with you and sort of put them up on a big piece of paper where you can both look at them and say, okay, now let's get a little bit of distance. And now let's think about, okay, of all these things, which one is most tugging at you? Or what's your greatest need? And which of these things will actually directly and quickly support that need? Is it money? Is it visibility? Is it connection? So it's really, um, we carry so much, it's hard to be at all objective about your own stuff. Totally, totally, because we feel so passionate about it and so you're connected to it for sure. So Jennifer, do you tend to notice, do you, do you tend to come across more people who are already taking action on all those 50 million things or people who are just kind of like, stunted and like paralyzed with because they can't they have so many ideas they don't know where to start so you know i used to use a lot of the paralyzed language and the stuck language and the overwhelm and also it's partly because i came from a million years ago being a professional organizer which if anyone knew me they would laugh at that but anyway so it, it, you know i realized that where i do best is in supporting people who are able to be in action, who have already created, manifested, and now they're they're looking at the next iteration of their business or okay. next thing they wanna launch. That being said, I have huge empathy for the people who are overwhelmed and stuck. So I have the things that I used to use that I just you know, give away as free things that like, here, take this because this can help you get out of that zone, like the 10 minute miracle, just use that because that will be helpful. Um, but the people that I realized I am most energized by and most helpful to are the ones that are like already in motion and maybe stuck in this moment. But as soon as we go through it, they're like, all right, action. Okay. So the people who are kind of already over that first hump, that first hurdle of just doing 80 million things without necessarily specific direction. And then those people who aren't, aren't doing anything because they just don't even know where to begin. Awesome. And so, so will you share just with us a little bit, tell us about that one thing that like, like the freebie that you would give to someone who's in that space of like not even knowing where to begin because they have 50 million ideas. So first of all, what I, all of the tools I invent are just out of my own desperation because I need something. So I remember I was, uh, I had, so I have a, a little boy and a little girl and the little boy is not so little anymore. He's 
12 and a half years old. But when he was a brand new baby, I was sitting there with a new mom as a new mom with a baby on one shoulder and like hummus all over me because I was trying to eat and nurse at the same time. So it was disgusting. And we had dishes everywhere and laundry everywhere. And it was too much. It was just like a nightmare. And I couldn't imagine how I could get out from under it because there was so much. I was paralyzed. And I thought, okay, I can't do all of it. I can't spend an hour a day doing this, but I could spend 10 minutes. Like I could do most things, like almost anything. I could do it for 10 minutes and survive it. So I set, I did, oh, I didn't have a timer then. I looked at my microwave and I said, okay, I'm just going to spend no more than 10 minutes clearing out the sink. And that's it, as far as I can get in 10 minutes. And that's success, like redefining success. Um, and so I went and I cleaned out the sink. And you know, you know what happens. Like first you clean off the dishboard, the, you know, the drain board. And you're like, well, I'm already emotional. Might as well wash some more dishes. So I did them all and it was fine. And then I looked at the at the microwave and I thought, okay, it took 15 minutes, not 10, that's not so bad. And then I did a double take because it didn't take me 15 minutes, it took me five, five minutes to do all of that. That thing I was dreading and complaining about and procrastinating, five minutes. And I thought, oh, I think my brain has one perception of how long things are gonna take and how overwhelming they are and how much I can get done. And reality is somewhere over here. So out of there was born this concept of the 10 minute miracle. And I am happy to give that to your, you know, your whole community as just like, that's the thing that you can use when you're stuck in any moment of paralysis or indecision or overwhelm, personal or professional, it, people come up to me years later and they're like, this changed my life. So, yeah. Oh, Jennifer, that is wonderful. Uh, oh, goodness. Okay. I had one thought and then you shared that and it was like, I just totally forgot the first thing. So... <laughs> That was fascinating. So hello to Sherry, who is with us. And uh, I see y'all chatting in the comments. So awesome to see you here. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I asked Jennifer to share an empowering quote with us. And Jennifer, you shared, let me bring it up here. Jennifer's quote is, if you have built castles in the air, your work need not be lost. There is where they should be. Now, put foundations under them. And that's a Henry David Thoreau quote. Jennifer, will you tell us more about why you like that quote? Yeah, this is, I have it on my, on my desk. I love it. Hold on. Which there. I love it so much. So basically what I realized is there are a lot of us like this in the world. Well, maybe not a lot. There are a lot, but not the majority of the people. Anyway, my point is this dreamers, right? Dreamers and creators and builders and ideators. And the stuff just comes. It comes like to us or through us or out of us. It just, it, you know, we spend a lot of time imagining and dreaming these things that are amazing that could heal people or change the world or bring beauty and joy to the, to the world. And um, it's easy to look and dismiss that. It's easy for other people to look and dismiss it and say like, what good is that? What have you done? You know, why aren't you a doctor, a teacher, an XYZ? Where's your job? Where's your money? Not, and not that any of those things are not important or valuable, but if you are the kind of person who spends a lot of time here creating and dreaming, I, I want people to understand that we need that. And it has to be paired, doesn't have to be, but to get to the next level, you want to pair that with the foundations, the structures, the piece that the pieces that are practical that actually hold up that vision, the the actions that you take and the foundations that you set up on a very 
practical logistical level that aren't so fun sometimes and aren't glamorous and as lovely as daydreaming but are essential if you actually want to bring your vision to life Jennifer, our conversation today is so fitting for something I just posted in the Every Day is a New Day group the other day, and uh, I don't have it handy, so I'll just quickly try to describe it. Essentially, it's an image of two people, uh, two people and two ladders, and one ladder has lots of teeny tiny short rungs on it, and the other ladder, the first rung is up here, the next one is up here, and this person is still at the very bottom of the ladder trying to reach that first rung. Because they have to take that in their mind, they have to take that large leap. And this person over here, they're already at the top because they've been taking those teeny tiny baby steps all along and they didn't let that overwhelm stop them. And I'm just so glad that you, you've been sharing you know, your experience with that today. I think that's such a great image. I'm so glad you sh- I'm going to go check that out because it's funny. Those teeny tiny steps can be so frustrating, I think, for for be for two reasons one they're usually annoying and who wants to spend their time doing like figuring out which email system to use and entering business card information like it's annoying but the other part is when you can see the sixty thousand foot view it's it's so much more exciting exhilarating and powerful it's hard to imagine that those tiny steps are what are necessary to get you there and it just feels like it shouldn't and so you'll spend your time here when you're 100 percent right if you're willing to take the one step after another after another but i fought that for a very long time i still fight it sometimes but yeah i I think the thing i wanted to say earlier is is it's sometimes that that pain and fresh pain i'm using in quotes um and frustration of not doing something when you think that your first step is all the way up here, that can be the motivating factor. You don't have to have, it doesn't have to be, but can be the motivating factor to finally say, okay, fine. What's just the one thing I can do right now, right? What's that first baby step thing? Just so you can start to feel productive. You can start to feel like you're making some sort of progress. And you know, what I think people run into there is, well, that doesn't count. It's not good enough. So like you'll take the first step. You're finally willing to take it and you do it. And I just talked to a client this morning who had worked so hard to get herself to finally set some boundaries with her family and set aside time for herself and her project and accept the fact that it was going to make other people kind of annoyed or pissed off, but she was going to do it. And she did it. And she did this work that we've been talking about for months. And then immediately she just went on to like the next thing that she had to do. I'm like, no, you have to celebrate what you just accomplished. Like that's a big deal. Like you're, because you've already accomplished now, you sort of like cross it off and move on to the, no, you gotta turn around and look where you came from. And that's huge. It's so important. We can dismiss ourselves so easily instead of celebrating. And, and you know, if you imagine yourself as like there's, right, you talk about like, there's like a little you inside of me. Like I have a little Jennifer inside of me. And then I should treat her as not just a workhorse, like, okay, now just go to, you wouldn't talk to a friend or a child like that. You would celebrate their victories, even if they're not that impressive. And they'd be like, that's awesome. Then they're more excited and confident and they have evidence that they can do it. And then they're more willing to take the next step. 
Well, I think that's also why they say that entrepreneurship is like the, the, the best personal development journey you could really go on because you learn that, oh, you have to become your own best cheerleader and, oh, you've got to start to tune out the noise of the other people. So it's not necessarily just about, you know, like you said, putting together the business card and all the teeny tiny baby steps of your business, but it's also all the inner stuff that starts to show up a hundred percent a hundred percent that yeah that you're learning to work through and and all of that so oh such a good uh, jennifer such a good conversation <laughs> if i don't say so myself um okay so, <laughs> oh, so awesome <laughs> Um, Helene is saying, I have a billion things I want to get done. And Helene, I'm going to highlight you for a moment because you're doing fantastic. Helene has actually been doing exactly what you're talking about, Jennifer. She's been doing, um, or, or she wanted to start walking more. And so she started with just one day, two days. And now I know she's over 30 days. It's right. Yes. So congrats to you, Helene. Good job. And she's saying, I am thankful. I am thankful I am here learning to hear what I need in me. Thank you, Kim O'Neill and Jennifer Zwiebel. You're welcome. I love that. And look, I would personally rather be someone who has a million things she wants to get done than none. Like, I, I know it seems so boring when people don't, I'm like, don't you have 60 more thousand things you want to do before you go to bed tonight? Now, there is a happy medium. And I love hearing the story of your path and you're choosing one to focus on and taking one step and one step plus one step plus have already added up to 30. And the next question could be, okay, of the next 60 billion, which is the next one that most speaks to you? You know, it's, I think there are those of us who just thrive on having the ideas and taking action. I will say that where I have gotten into trouble, and where I've seen clients get into trouble is when we try to do them all at once. And then you do a little bit of everything and nothing very much. So you don't get the satisfaction of victory and achievement and success and, and snowballing and results. And while it was a big lesson to understand the value in narrowing down, not that you're like, right, they say you put it in a parking lot. You're not throwing all those ideas out, but right. put it in a parking lot and pick one. What would be your next one? Uh, to think about. I love that. I, it's in, I love that you added the part about celebrating yourself because that's so key because if you're just starting out to take steps in the direction of, of your dreams and your passions, and you've also got that mindset of other people of like, what, that's nothing. That one step, that's nothing. You didn't do anything. What do you mean? Right. Then you might be likely to not celebrate yourself. And it's that celebrating yourself part that helps you to feel that value, helps you to feel productive and also helps you, you mentioned this at the very beginning, also helps you to stay more in the present and not be so future focused that you're not, you know, staying grounded and present in this moment, which is also part of it. So That's huge. And I think, you know, I do one of the core processes I take my clients through is called the vision maker. And the first part is to articulate your vision, this dream that you have, this thing that you want to create or experience. The second part is to then sort of vomit up all of the reasons why you can't have it, can't do it, why it terrifies you, why it's never going to happen, because that's pretty much what happens in all of our heads. And then the third part is to respond in a way that moves you out of that cycle of excitement, forget it, excitement, forget it, onto another path where you can see much more objectively and more clearly the reality and gather evidence of what you are capable of and what's really going on. But the last 
piece of that third step is to validate yourself because they say that there are like, I don't know what the numbers are, 50,000 negative comments to ourselves versus, you know, or that we receive from outside and in versus like 700 positive ones. Like it's a crazy, really out of proportion. I'm like, anytime you can validate yourself in a way that you believe, not like you think you suck and you try to say, well, I'm the best person ever, yay. And you don't <laughs> believe it. So right. like, you know, a little one, like I, good for me for, you know, walking for 30 days, or I'm really proud of myself for sitting here to do this exercise or for showing up to watch this video. Like there are, you have to be true, but we, it's a muscle we don't use an awful lot. Yes. And it's, it's the weirdest thing is that it's almost the hardest part for a lot of people in that entire exercise is the validating. Well, I, I love that you're bringing it to what's true for you though. Like what can you legitimately be proud of yourself for so that you can feel it? And there's nothing that's too small. There really is nothing. Like I love the one you just said, you know, proud of myself for sitting here for five minutes and focusing on one thing, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah, that counts. It I'm in the writer's group and the teacher always says, you know, like we'll show up and someone will be like, all I did was read my old pages or all I did was research bakeries. And she was always like, it counts. It counts. I'm like, you have to get a t-shirt. And I was just like, it counts. Like it all counts. I totally agree. And Helene corrected me. She said it's been 36 days. Nice. Yep. Yep. And Roberta is resonating with our message today. She's saying once one is done, have to add something new to keep things moving. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. So, so Jennifer, I also asked you what your 2020 vision was. And Jennifer said that her vision is expansive and empowered and joyful. Those are her 2020 vision words, being open to possibilities, being honest about her actions and choices and being courageous enough to take big risks. When my heart says, go there. I want a copy of that. I love that. I wasn't sure what was going to come out of your mouth because I did that a while ago. And my life has changed in those months. And I'm like, what did I say? I wonder if it's the same thing. But I love that because it, it like leaves room for everything. But in the way that I want it to be. And you did a great job of being succinct with that message. So I would say that that was also a very focused vision, even though you did a fantastic job incorporating everything into there. And clearly you're right on track because it still bubbles something up within you. You know, it's been a weird year, right? To say yeah, yeah. It's been a weird, weird year. And I think for me, one of the things that's come out of these last seven months since coronavirus hit has been a lot of shedding and a lot of willingness to be honest about what I want, don't want, what I'm willing to do, what I'm not, what I'm actually doing. You know, there's a lot of introspection. There's a lot of, like I, when I, when we started, when we had our stay at home order in March, middle of March, that was, we got it on Thursday. They sent the kids home. They're like, okay, don't come back. Um, and I thought Sunday, I was like, people are going to need a place to work, to be structured on starting on Monday. So on Monday, I launched something called the, you know, is the implementation lab. And what was interesting was a lot of people came who were not, some were entrepreneurs, but many were not. And they were coming to like this safe place to be connected and to do things, which was wonderful. But after five months, I knew that those weren't my right people to be devoting that kind of a um, program to. But it took me another couple of months to be like, 
it's entrepreneurs. I just have to own it. It's just, I have to say it out loud and be okay that it's not right for some people. And it, I felt like bad, but at the same time, of course, everyone just wants you to be doing the thing that you want to be doing. I mean, not everyone, but you want to be doing the thing you want to be doing. And when I just declared it was for entrepreneurs, it made all the difference. Like, and I think that, I think a lot of us are seeing, we were so in a rut or, or in a cycle, maybe not a rut, in a cycle of like, this is how things are, or this is what my life looks like, and it's unstoppable, and all of a sudden, it stopped. And if, you know, if you're the kind of person to pause and think, there's a, a really powerful opportunity to do that. Choosing to narrow down the focus and let go of some things is, I totally relate to that. Those who are with us, let us know if you resonate with that as well. Because it's like, you feel like, Oh no, now I'm not, um, well, there could be different things. I, I, you know, there could be this thought of now I'm not, you know, serving as many people as I could be serving. Right. Or I'm not going to be able to, um, accomplish as much when it's actually, when you let go of those things that are extraneous, you actually accomplish more because now you're more focused and you're happier because you're doing yeah. what you want to be doing. Right. Right. Okay. So Jennifer, so I don't know if you remember this either. I asked Jennifer to share an image with me. <laughs> Feel free to let me know if you do or not. Um, I, I'm, it's going to need your help here. So uh, Jennifer shared an image with me, and I'm going to pop it up on the screen. Jennifer, tell us, wh where did she go? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Jennifer, if you are still here, you have somehow disappeared. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, so hopefully Jennifer will come back. I don't really know what happened there. Um, this is an image that Jennifer shared with me. It says, the truth you choose. And I cannot read it because the writing is too small. But um, hopefully Jennifer will join us again very soon <laughs> and be able to share this with us. Jennifer, I am so sorry. Did I accidentally uh, close you out? I do not know. I do not know. But let's go ahead and take a quick look at the comments because I was excited to have Jennifer join us for the, let's see here. Jennifer says she is still here. So Jennifer, I cannot see you. All of a sudden you just completely disappeared. So here's, here's what to do. Close out this window and reopen it with that same link if you can and stay right there. Let me, let me grab that link for you again and pop it into, thanks for all of our live viewers. I'm going to pop it into the chat. So Jennifer, go ahead and copy paste the link I just sent you and then close out that window and reopen it and, and you can join us again. That should do it the trick. <laughs> so while we're waiting for Jennifer to come on back and she's already here, it seems. Here we go. Look at that. I see you and hear you and I have no clue what happened, Jennifer. So <laughs> that was weird. Very weird. Okay, so let me it's so funny. I had no idea what image you're gonna bring up. So this is what it is. I I'll tell you the answer. Hold on. This so hold on. Wait, okay. left, right, left, right. Oh, there we go. So there. Okay. It took a weird picture. But um a couple of years ago I was in a uh sort of a mastermind and they had us, um, she wanted us to write something and I jokingly said, can I write it as a rap? And she's like, you can do whatever you want. So my head started writing a rap in my head and I am not a rapper. So it actually became more like a spoken word poem and mm -hmm. it evolved a bit. it And have it and, you know, put it on their wall or read it. And, um, 
this year I, in one of those universally divinely inspired ways, was connected with an artist who we had such a sideways conversation and then I'm like, could you do this for me? So this, we're still work in progress, but she created the art. The problem is that it's illegible. So we're working on that. But, <laughs> but um, it was like the, the image is to me represents a, a piece of my creative work getting out into the world in a way that other people can receive it. And the divine bringing together of all the right people for me to get my work out there or to create experiences that will be meaningful to others and just the, the creation of beauty and meaning in the world. And then the actual poem, um, I, I brought, I actually printed it out a copy that I can actually read. Um, so I was going to either share that at the end when you wanted to do a song, but I kind of also just want to make up a song with you, but, um, but I can share that. I can share it with you. You can share it with your people in your community. You copy and paste it, whatever you want. But um. yeah, I was going to say, if you have it typed out, like if you want to, or, or just a clearer picture, if you want to just like post that in the comments when we're done, that's totally awesome. I will see. I can try. I have it as a word doc. Maybe I can make it into a PDF and post it. I'll see how if I can figure it out. Okay, sure, sure. Um, yes, because I would like you to join me in a song. <laughs> Jennifer, when I shared Jenna, when you know, when I was talking to Jennifer about coming on the show and I mentioned the final question, she was like, she lit up. She was like, yes. I was like, okay, you're my girl. Okay, so it's good people are not ever interested in my singing to them made up songs. So I'm glad you were interested. I'm totally interested. So before we get to that, let's do a one more thing. I'm gonna go ahead and pull a card from the How to Love Yourself card deck by Louise Hay. And while I am pulling a card, Jennifer, will you tell everyone again, just where can they go to connect with you uh, after today's show? Um, you can go to aplaceofjoy.com. So aplaceofjoy.com. Um, I just realized that the link is wonky because I switched over servers. You can get on my website, but at the bottom, you can get the 10 minute miracle I was talking about. Um, but I tried to subscribe to it today because someone said it wasn't coming through. So if you want it, put your name in there. Not yet. But <laughs> so go to a place of joy.com. Um, you can contact me if you want to just get on the phone and chat. If you, you know, are an entrepreneur or looking to create something, you can see more stuff. And I have a ton of articles that you guys might find helpful around a lot of the topics that we've covered today that are not entrepreneur specific. Some are, some aren't, but are pretty, um, they're personal and life exploring. So if you liked what we were talking about today, you might like the articles. Awesome. So Jennifer, I think this deck would like for you to tell me when to stop. And then the card on top is the one that will be the card for the day, the message for the day. So, okay. Okay. So I'm going to shuffle and you just tell me when to stop. Okay. And stop. Okay. So yeah, that's okay. It's going to be this one. So what is this? This is, Oh, I, it says I am part of the harmonious whole as we all are. Yeah. And the back says, I know I am one with all life. I am the beauty and joy of the universe, expressing and receiving. It's perfect. Wait, I want to take a screenshot of that. Okay. <laughs> Jennifer, what comes up for you when you hear this message? First of all, it, it has a lot. It sounds so much like what I was just talking about of all the people coming together at the right time and the right place to create. And, you know, I've been... I had a novel that started off as a screenplay about 20 years ago that went into a drawer for 10 years and came back out again, maybe five years ago. I don't know, the math's not right, but anyway, something like that. 
And I'm, I'm like finally working on the novel again. And because I taught a course, one of the women in the course created a writing course based on my course and I signed up for her course, which is the reason I'm writing my novel. And so it's one of those things that like, you keep doing what you're supposed to be doing and it all works, right? Like, because I did that, she did this. And then she created the thing that I needed in order to do what I really wanted to be doing, which is my creative work. So, and now, and I took that step to put the entrepreneur lab out there. I have these artists and writers in my group. It's fascinating. So it's really a powerful reminder that like when your energy and intention are clear, you have no idea how, how the universe can pull things together to support you. You can't plan it. Right. What I also hear in that is stop fighting who you are mm -hmm. and what feels natural for you because you're trying to maybe fit some formula that someone else is using that might be working for them, but maybe it's not meant to work for you. Oh my God. I feel like I've had that conversation 70,000 times, like in the last month. And a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, for those of us who sort of went through a lot of coaching and entrepreneur marketing guidance, like the, for a very long time, the lessons were do it this way, mm -hmm. follow my system, my formula. And if it's not working for you, there's something wrong with you or you're not working hard enough. And that was really damaging. And um, I have had to work through a lot to release a lot of those messages about what was right and wrong, acceptable, unacceptable, what would be successful, what wouldn't. And exactly the way you said, I you know, really learned to trust myself again and and in, in so many ways, personal and professional, be willing to step more into who I am and be who I really am. Because I, I really fought for years to not be that person. And I like this person. <laughs> She's pretty phenomenal. And I love her hair. Okay. So, good <laughs> hair. Okay. Okay. So, so. Okay, I gotta highlight Colleen's comment. She said, This is what you call a Kim O'Neill show and laughing out loud and enjoy the time with Kim O'Neill. Uh, thank I you for that. You name your show to that. Laugh out loud. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, and Jennifer, you have been such a fantastic guest today. I I'm just so grateful for you being here and sharing all of your expertise and everything with us. Um, you really helped us to go into some of those other areas that uh, can be overlooked when people are having that taking action conversation. So that's what I love because you know what? We are, uh, everything can be so simple and yet so complex. <laughs> and so it's good to have these conversations. I love it. So Jennifer, we are at the final, final question where I'm going to ask you now, would you be willing to make up a random song with the word action in it or something else that comes up for you? Are we going to do it together or I have to do it by myself? Well, <laughs> we can do it together and you can also just do it by yourself. Okay. Yeah. Well, the answer is yes. But see, now I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. I'm on my exercise ball. Please get action. What? Oh, no, I'm rapping. I can't rap. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to silently dance. Okay. Action is what you take every day if you know there's some place that you want to go. It's not always easy to get where you want, but if you take one step, then you can do the robot and then you'll go 
as a robot to where you want to go. But if you'd rather be a ballerina, you can do that too, because it doesn't matter how you go. It just matters that you do. Thinking action is the action for you. Woo! <laughs> okay, that was fantastic. I love it. Thank you. Do anyone else have you? Oh, no, we're sharing this one. We're just kidding. Actually, no, I'm not kidding. Okay, so <laughs> Jennifer, thank you so much for being here today. Um, Remember everyone, a placeofjoy.com and you can connect with Jennifer and uh, Jennifer definitely look forward to that free gift that you mentioned earlier as well. So great. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. And thank you to today's live audience as well as replay viewers. Let us know what you enjoyed about today's show. I see Helene saying go for Jennifer's rebel and, uh, and Roberta saying, Whoop, love the song. <laughs> awesome. <Yes>. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is our show for today. We're going to be back on Thursday. Yes, I said Thursday. If you are with us live in this 2020 series, yes, Thanksgiving morning, we are going to have a live show. Come on and join us. It's going to be another fun one, another active one, perfect for Thanksgiving. And I hope to see you there. Remember, this is still your time. This is your year. You get to claim it. What are you taking action on every baby step? counts. Every step counts. So that's our show for today. I'll see you all again on Thursday. Have an amazing day. Jennifer, stay right there. Bye everybody. Thank you, Kim. Thank you everyone.